Welcome to Decoding the Crime Verse. I am Nolzi Lee and I'm not here alone. I'm Danny. And this week we are doing a show on Alcatraz. The prison. We've decided to um, take a break from the serial killers just because last week's show messed us up. Just a little bit. Edward <laughs> Gein. Ah. No. So <laughs> for those of you who don't know. Alcatraz is a federal prison. Its full name is the Alcatraz Federal Penitentiary or the United States Penitentiary of Alcatraz Island. And it is in San Francisco, California. It is currently closed and it was a maximum security prison, which means that the worst of the worst were sent to this prison. Um, So just quickly, like a brief history of it. It was just uh, mapped out and named in... 1775 by, I don't know how to say this, some (laughs) Spanish guy. Um, And it was named basically Alcatraz Island, but there's obviously the Spanish name. Again, I don't speak Spanish, so I'm not even going to begin to try and pronounce the Spanish name. Juan Manuel de Ayala. There you go. (laughs) There you go. That was the guy's name. (laughs) What it was called before that, La La Isla de los Alcatraz. That <laughs> Which basically means island of pelicans because there were so many pelicans on the island. Yeah. Um, it then in 1850 got turned into a military base. And then in 1933, the military handed it over to the Justice Department for it to be converted into a prison, which it opened a year later. But unfortunately, in 1963, it had to close down because of the costs of running the prison. And then in 1972, it opened up as a tourist attraction and you can actually still go now and visit it. Um, My mom went when she was a little girl and we actually have the prison manual or the prison code of conduct. Each uh, prisoner was given upon arrival, which is like so cool. That is cool. And she was going to throw it out. I was like, no, give it to me. I'll take it. (laughs) So now it just sits in my bedroom. But yeah. (laughs) So the cells were like, tiny when i say small like really small um they had uh, cells that were nine feet which is 2.7 meters by five feet which is 1.5 meters by seven feet which is 2.1 meters high Can which I, is small i mean 1.5 meters now i'm 1.67 so if i lay f- if i lay flat on the ground i wouldn't be able to fit in the cell yeah. and i mean i'm i'm like quite short i'm not yeah i mean i'm the shortest in my family and i remember alcatraz is also only male inmates yeah so like that must have been tiny for all these like guys to just be in this little i hate small spaces i don't know how i'd be able to actually i mean my my brother's nearly two meters high like he'd probably be like hitting the roof of his cell yeah like what no and they were also very primitive these cells because they, they lacked security. Well, not so security, but privacy. Privacy, rather. Yeah, it couldn't lack security. Otherwise, people would... If it lacked security... No, no. People escaped. I believe they still... No, not now they did. But I believe they made well, it. We'll get there, but we'll get there. But we'll get get there. there. Um, it was actually also known as The Rock, 
which is because there was no um, running water on yeah. the island, which actually was one of the reasons it had to close down because every day they had to ship in fresh water and then ship out all the waste. So that was the cost because now you've got a little boat's got to come yeah. there with all the water and then it's got to go all the way back. So, th- yeah. Can I just say that that would be a good prison break to when the ship comes in, to go on the ship and you to know on the ship. ship. But then, like... They would have to. I'm pretty sure, like when the ship came, like all of them had to be locked in their cells. Well, I mean, they were counted 13 times a day. So I mean, there was very rare window for you to escape. Like 13 times a day, that's like every two hours. Yeah. Which means you only get two hours to escape. But in that two-hour period, listen, when that boat is there, because I wasn't gonna swim or risk my life. There are sharks in that water. We googled. There are sharks. Wasn't gonna risk it, but that seems like a very good like you make friends with one of those guys and somehow did anyway. No. But but that was the thing. Alcatraz was supposed to be this inescapable prison. I yeah. mean it's in the middle of the ocean. Yeah. Like you can't exactly just soma get out and then Walk run away. The like you, you have actually to, have yeah. to make your way across an ocean. And apparently this uh, I I've read that the California not California, San Francisco Bay waters are very rocky and the current is very strong. Yeah. So if you try to swim, like the chances of you being pulled out to sea were like very high. And the water is really cold and as well. And that's another thing. It was actually an interesting fact. Alcatraz at the time was the only prison to have hot showers because they thought if the, if the inmates had hot showers, then their body wouldn't be accustomed to cold water. Yeah. So if they had to jump in the water, they'd probably end up with like the hot like failing because it's too yeah. cold which is actually pretty smart if you ask me um security so tactic too. and they say it was designed to stop violence so most of the rooms had metal detectors um at the doors that is extreme uh, there was actually a funny story um al capone's mom went through one of the metal detectors but the metal in her corset kept putting it off so oh, she had to way. get undressed <laughs> al capone's mom had to get undressed But I guess you can never be too safe. No, you can never be too safe. Especially Al Capone's mom. You have to watch her like a hawk because you know that man. That man. Um, They had four blocks A to D. D was your solitary confinement. So when you do all your naughty things in prison, they just ship you there. And listen, I've been in a solitary confinement cell. We went on a tour of a prison for school. Yeah. They put us in there for three minutes. I was, I want, I was about to lose it. I was going to lose it. It's so dark and dingy. Mm-mm. So they don't put any windows on it and Mm-mm. it's small. It's literally like a solid door. When they close the door, you can't see your hand in front oh, of you. Oh my word. Like you, it, it is, and you can't hear anything. And it's just like, there's no bed, no nothing. It's like rock floor, rock walls in this room of dark. And I was, I flipped three minutes. I was like, get me out, get me out, get me out. I can't imagine. But then does that help the prisoners or does it make them worse? Because me walking out of that, I'd be like frantic. Well, people did go mentally insane. I mean, there have been times where people went violently insane yeah. in this prison. I mean, and there were also five suicides. So I feel like, again, if you know me, Prison Break, that's the show. There was an episode where they put one of the characters in solitary confinement. He lost it within the first day of being there. Completely wow. lost it. They had to send him to the psych ward. It was part of his plan. That's beside the point. But it shows how that isolation, yeah. it's not it's for not me. I'd thing. freak. I would absolutely freak. 
and they had remotely triggered gas um, canisters, tear gas canisters installed throughout the prison. That is like security on I mean, another level. The guards were so armed. They were armed to the teeth. They'd walk around with machine guns, shotguns, pistols, tear gas equipment. Like, you weren't going to go up against a guard. It wasn't going to end well for you. Yeah. Like, no. And like... I mean, it's maximum security. These are your worst of your worst, so it's understandable. Yeah. And also, it's far away from everyone else. So the call for help, it would it would take too long yeah. for people to get there if like something happened. But I guess that's why they have to be that heavily armed, armed and stuff. But like, yeah, I don't know. That's I would be. I'd I'd never survive. I'd be so freaked out. I think I'd, what's crazy is that the prison guards had to live on the island with their families. Imagine that, like, your three-year-old son is living is on, on an, an island. On Alcatraz, yeah. not even any island, on Alcatraz. Alcatraz. And what did their rooms look like? Was it like, because I know it was a military base, and military, like, um, usually... It's very formal. It's formal, yeah. and it's not very comfortable. Well, maybe they were allowed to, like, bring their own items and stuff like that. But, yeah. like, I don't think it would but be, like, homely. structure, I don't think it would be... Nah. I don't want to grow up on Alcatraz. No, 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 thank you. And while the prisoners were given four rights, food, clothing, shelter, and medical care, everything else you had to earn. So if you wanted to work, if you wanted access to the library, if you wanted um, to have visits, you had to earn it by good behavior. And did you know the average Alcatraz inmate read 75 to 100 books a year? That's good getting education yeah in prison learning how to read they'd only earn five to twelve cents though which for me is like but i guess in prison what what are you gonna do with the money yeah like what What are you gonna do with the money money you can't exactly buy okay they did the illegal stuff i mean but like can't exactly go out and buy yourself a nice pair of shoes especially if you've got like a violent bank robber in there you don't want them making any more money because who knows what they would do with that money yeah, but otherwise than that, I feel like it was a very standard prison, like the way it was set out. I mean, the, the architecture wasn't anything special. Yeah. The prison. Um, but the reason we chose to do this was because of two events that actually happened at this prison. Yes. And the first one we're going to speak about is the Great Escape from Alcatraz Prison. So it was one of the most ingenious prison breaks of all time, if it worked. In 1962, inmates and bank robbers Frank Morris and John Clarence Anglin vanished from Alcatraz. Okay, The routine early morning bed check turned out to be anything but ordinary. Three convicts were not in their cells. Instead, in their place were dummy heads made of plaster, flesh tone paint, and real human hair that apparently had fooled the night guards. Which makes sense because, yeah. I mean, in the dark, you basically, if you, you just want to count the head, okay, they're there, move on to the next person, right? Prison went into lockdown and there was a search that began. But people have been stumped for decades because bodies have never been recovered, leaving many to wonder if they perished in the choppy San Francisco Bay or if they made it to shore and freedom. To escape from Alcatraz, bucket list stuff, let me just tell you. Could you imagine? That'd be but so their cool. plan was really, like, I, like, they thought everything out. There they was like, were thorough. I mean, when I saw the dummy heads it that were made. It like a head. Exactly. And, like, I wouldn't have necessarily thought of that. I'd be like, let's stuff our pillows and stuff our blankets and whatever. But they thought it out they, so they thought well. They out so well. And actually, if you actually look at their plan, like, everything they did was 
was very like because it was so thought like yeah. well thought out. I really hope they did. I know I should not want these criminals out the prison, but yeah. I really hope they pulled it off. <laughs> like it was too uh, much of a good plan for them not to it, have pulled Yeah, it would it be off. too anticlimactic if they just died in the water. Yeah. But like for example, each room had a vent and these three guys had um when they decided to work together asked to have their soul changed so you could request if you wanted yeah. to move cells and it was actually granted and each cell had a vent what they did was so clever so if you look at engineering and stuff and you take a drill which they made out of a vacuum cleaner yeah what like what <laughs> who are these people who are these people <laughs> if you drill at the weak spots in a wall you don't need a huge amount of pressure to break through the wall. You just yeah, need to push cool. and it breaks. Yeah. So they did that and then stuffed it with like pillow sheets and stuff like that. And because it was also at the back, it wasn't noticeable for when like the guards came yeah. around. And then they just put the vent back over it. Yeah. But like that's already like guys, brilliant, right? brilliant, brilliant. And then they each took turns, drilled the holes and they used to do it. So guys, Alcatraz had a rock band. Yep. It was called the Rock Islanders. Uh-huh. Noel, okay. <laughs> they were jamming. And in happy hour, which was the prison's time where they could practice their instruments, that's when they drilled. Yeah. Because it's obviously got to hide the noise. Yeah. But like already... I think that was so brilliant. And like the fact that they made their boats out of raincoats. Yeah, they just stole like 50 raincoats. And then once they were on the other side of their cells, there was an unused corridor. Yeah. They used to go there and build like life jackets and their raincoat little life rods. And the little dummy heads. And the dummy heads. And that corridor led to the roof. So when they were going to escape, Nicole, in the night, I'm going to get out of bed. I'm going to go through my little hole. I'm going to go through the corridor, up the up the roof, over the wall, and we are home free. I mean, like, these people had an entire workspace. I, these people... A whole workshop. They found an entire workshop that the guards had missed. That is crazy. Like, like what? What was happening in, in that space that the guards weren't looking there or whatever? But it was also really cool that they found that happy hour to build yeah. in. Because that was so smart. Because the guards would think, oh, it's just the, the noise. noise from bad... Nope. They were drilling. Um, for me, personally, I don't think all three made it. I also don't think all three made it. I watched a documentary years ago when I found out about the escape. And apparently, Frank Morris yeah. was hella smart. Which yeah. Obviously, do you see this plan? I'm going to give him points for his plan. Yeah. So apparently, the brothers used him. Yeah. And then, well, the theory is the brothers used him and then killed him. They yeah. could have. I mean, like, can you imagine we are on this boat made of raincoats? Maybe initially they didn't plan to. But, like, if we're battling to get across yeah. and we are related and this guy is, like, Just not... There. Like, you're going over. I'm sorry. Bye-bye. Like, and there was also... I also watched another documentary where they said a ship saw a, a body, body floating. And they didn't report it right then and there. They waited to get to their destination and, and days later, reported, yeah. they reported it and they couldn't find the body at that time. And it was one body. Exactly. So could it have been? So my initial thought is that they used the man. Yeah. Like, come on, let's plan an escape, guys. Yeah. We're going to be free. And I'm sure they were just sitting like, yeah, we're going to do all the hard work. You just do the planning and then we are going yeah, to we'll, we'll together. Yeah, we'll roll us to freedom. Yeah. Like, we'll, <laughs> we'll do that. But yeah. then in the boat, dead of night, in the water. Bye. Yeah. And then they made it because there's even pictures of the both of them. 
um, yes, that, that have that's surfaced. another thing. Uh, there's and there's multiple pictures. It's not yeah. just one, and not even just that. The family members would receive cards on their birthday yeah. anonymously, except their signatures are on the card. Yeah. And at family funerals, it was always said that at the back there were always these two women, well, that were like very bulky yeah. and they heav- heavily makeup, yes, yes. and always had like a veil that no one knew who these people are, but they came to all the family funerals. Yeah. So like. Uh, is it the brothers? They were spotted in Mexico a few times. I'm telling you, they John Anglin sent a letter to the cops in 2018. In, yeah, and he said that um, he's dying of cancer, and he said, "I'll turn myself in um, for the treatment, but I need treatment. I don't see anybody uh, no, like." Okay. Yeah, exactly. That sounds to me like it's true. Because he was really battling and he's like, Flip, these people have I've been wanted and let me just exchange this for Poor my health. Right. But let's just let's just let's just look at the fact. If it was fake, okay? Yeah. And the FBI had agreed. And now you show up and you're not John um Anglin. Anglin. What what are you gonna do? They just arrest you. So exactly to, because it's not like he was asking them for just to send money yeah. or like that. Because that could have been fake. But the fact he's willing to turn himself in. in yeah. Like, what was he going to do? If it's a fake person, what are you going to do when they say yes? Yeah. And then you're not actually John Anglin. And they ignored him. They ignored the letter. But but that was my thing with the FBI. On their actual FBI website, it says, The Federal Bureau of Prison say that they drowned once they got off Alcatraz and their bodies were swept away into the Pacific Ocean. End of story. That is literally what it says. My thing is, the FBI I think treated it. My, you know what I think it was? I think they they, they specifically were like, no, never. Alcatraz, inescapable. Yeah. They can't let this thing, oh, flip, three guys actually escape. Yeah. Because then what? Then you're going to get all the other people in the prison Trying now. To, as well. To, to escape. So yeah. I think they were just like, you know what? Let's just kill these Let's people off. Let's just kill these people off. Let's just kill them off. It's just easier for us. The paperwork. Because also if they if they get killed off, you don't have to find them. Yeah. You don't have to put in the effort. Yeah. You don't have to put in the resources. People were finding them for you though. I mean, people were like, here's a photo of them here. Here's a photo of them there. there. It wouldn't have been too much work. And but I do just agree like, with you. I mean, okay, it could be like a lot of work. Because especially like they ended up in like foreign countries. Yeah. And I, I suppose it is a thing. But like. Have you, as a detective, as a police officer, as an FBI agent, did you not swear to uphold the criminal justice system and do and like always stand up against evil and crime? But now you're just gonna let them run free? Yeah. Nah, I don't know. They Plus were very they murderers because they killed that man. Yeah, they were very. The FBI kind of just shut the case through and through. Yeah. I, I didn't, I didn't. That's what I didn't like about it. It's yeah. like it was like, oh, they drowned. In yeah. the story, I'm like, mm, that doesn't sound right. Okay, like, are we really just gonna leave it there? But that's um, my own opinion. <laughs> yeah, and then there was another event that took place: the Battle of Alcatraz. Yes, and it was later dubbed the Battle of Alcatraz, and it was a 48-hour incident. I would love. Okay, there's a movie called 36 Hours, right? Ooh, which is about basically war and stuff in the 36 hours that they had to endure i'd love to watch a movie named 48 hours with the battle of oh Alcatraz. that'd be so good a 48 hour like everything that happened in that 48 hour period i would love to watch that because it began when the prisoners overpowered the guards and obtained firearms um and keys to the cell block frustrated by a locked door the prisoners exchanged gunfire with the remaining guards and order um was restored only when the u.s marines they needed backup for this. The Marines um, the even. Cell block. 
um, under a hail of grenades and rifle. They had to use grenades. These prisoners, I'm telling you, were, were a lot. Okay. And then two guards and three escapees were killed and more than a dozen guards were wounded in the um, firefights. So again, this was another escape attempt. Unfortunately, this one was um, unsuccessful. There were yeah. 14 escape attempts in total. Um, and we obviously spoke, spoke about the um, one we just did. But with this one... This one was epic, man. This one was. This epic. is movie. They would have. Worthy. They would have all made it off the island had the marines not come, because at that point they had already overpowered many of the gods. Well, they actually would have made it off the island. Okay, so let's just give you a few of the facts so you kind of understand what happened. Yeah. So what happened was they realized that the cell bars were quite wide to try to get to the gun armory. So the one guy, his name was Bernard Coy. He was also a bank robber. Shame. There were a lot of bank robbers. Yeah. Anyway, um, he thought he he realized that he could get in. So my man's started losing weight. A whole 20 pounds. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm sorry. you got to be dedicated. Yeah. You've got to be dedicated to give up food. <laughs> if I was a god, I'd be like, what is this Why is this doing? guy getting so skinny? <laughs> anyway. So what happened was... a. A guard went into their cell. They overpowered him, got the keys. Yeah. Got to that room, squeezed to the bars, got the, the guns, and then went full blasting on the rest of the guards. guards. The thing was, the guard they stole the keys from hid the essential keys behind the toilet in their cell. So when they like attacked him, I don't know how he did it, yeah. by some miracle, he got the keys for the cell block off. So that's why they couldn't actually get out. They yeah. would have been out within maybe like six hours max if they yeah. had the right keys but the guard had gotten the central keys off and hidden them that's why they were stuck there that's why yeah. it became this 48 hour thing with all these hostages because when they realized they couldn't escape they took hostages because they were like okay well then we're gonna use these people to be like let us go or we're gonna all, kill yeah right so if the guard hadn't hid the keys mates would have just been Who gone have had the biggest prison escape they, in history. Because you know but the criminals would have been so interesting. interesting. You know, because you know the criminals they would have opened the doors. Yeah. Which means not all three of them not only the three of them would have gotten out, everyone would have just been like, yeah, Alcatraz. <laughs> that would have been Because prison riots prison riots are hectic, okay? If you've ever seen in TV shows or movies, when yeah. prison riots break out, it's not a small thing. I mean, yeah. these are your I mean, especially with a maximum level security prison, yeah. these are like your worst of your worst criminals. They know how to handle themselves in a riot. Yeah. Okay, so, and well, because they didn't have the keys, they couldn't get out, and then the Marines and police were sent in, and then they were all three, well, the three who organized it were all killed. But so they, unfortunately, we did not have our escape. Please hear my heart when I say this. Please understand my heart and not my words. I wish it was successful. No, same! Because then... I just think it would have been such a, a big part of history. It would have, it would have been, been such, such an, an interesting You know how we spoke about part in of our, history. E- our episode with the Casanova killer? Yeah. Where it was too anti The ending was yes. too anti-climatic. Yes. It's the same thing here. Mans is losing weight. They have planned this. You know what I mean? Instigate a whole prison riot. Yes. For them not to get out. I wish I they mean, did. Because then we would have also had the stories thereafter. Them tr- hunting these people, people down. down. Most wanted. Who got away? Who did they never hear from? Oh. It's like it would have been so much more. In- it's like the same with the, the, the escape we talked about earlier. Yeah. It's too anticlimactic yeah. for them to have just died in the water. Yeah. It's more interesting if they survived. And that are these letters really from these yeah. guys? Were they really the people in Mexico? Yeah. Like, 
guy. I feel like we are a bit conspiracy theorists, but yeah. it's it's you gotta love it. But the fact that to call out the Marines now, guys, the Marines. That's not Marines. a joke. You don't like you don't play joke. with those You don't people. play with the Marines. Have you guys seen a Marine soldier? Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, what? In America, we were at a, a Navy thing to look at some boat. Like, yeah. Americans take their history so seriously. They so, do. So at all their museums, history museums, they always have either army men there to protect it or the Marines. Yeah. And I remember it was a ship. It was a battleship, but it was really cool. It was like, you know, Pirates of the Caribbean yeah. vibes. It was like one of those ships with cannons and sails. Ooh. And we walked out and this Marine walked and I was just like, oh, my soul. <laughs> okay. Hello. And I was like, okay, I'm, I'm leaving. <laughs> They're like huge. So now they call in the whole Marines and they come there with, and with grenades. grenades and everything. Could you Man, imagine? That was epic. I want to watch a movie. Anyone listening who wants to make Yeah, do you want to make us a movie, please? Show us what happened. <laughs> but actually change the ending. Let them escape. Yeah, let them escape. Let's have a more decent ending. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> We've just planned your movie for you. So if we ever watch this movie, we better get... I feel like, Erlene, we could come up with some solid movies. Yeah, we really could. Really <laughs> so there are three famous people from... This prison, well, or not well, from, I mean, they were in the in, prison. In, they were inmates. I mean, but yeah. like, obviously, for a whole 30 years of a prison being open, obviously, many people went through the doors, yeah. all that kind of stuff. But um, these are three that we were like, yes. Yeah. Um, the first one was um, Al Capone. Uh, uh, otherwise known as Scarface, we know the movie. We've seen the movie of this man. This can we, can I just can I just stop you right there, guys? Yeah. I feel like in the future we need to just do an episode on Al Capone. Yeah. that man. Yeah, that man. We right there. Have to, yeah. That man. If you don't know who he is, I'll just give you a little summary. He was a gangster, American gangster in the twenties. Um, he was in a Chicago outfit, and well, he, uh, I can't even explain how much. I know I'm gonna sound weird, but like. You know, I don't. I don't look up to him because he's a criminal. Yeah. But like, I don't even know how to explain it. He's just like a. He's not a hero. He can't be a hero. Yeah. But he's like high up there in my books. And he only had a seven-year reign in crime. Which no, well, and that was as leader. As leader of, of, of the, the Chicago yeah. of the Chicago this man was doing the most. But you know what's so thick? You know, I think this is what really makes me like appreciate him is like. He orchestrated the St. Valentine's Day massacre. Yeah, now, you know, for it to be called a massacre, you got to—it's got to be gruesome and violent. You're not saying okay? this is a good thing. No, no, like we're not. He orchestrated. He, he orchestrated it. it. He was a murderer, prohibition bootlegger, thief. Yeah, all ran the freaking Chicago mafia. Yeah, well, the Italian side of it because there's a whole bunch of different yeah. ones. But the fact. He, they could never, the only charge they could ever get to stick on him listen, was tax evasion. Listen. Tax evasion. There was nothing else they had on him. He went to Alcatraz for tax evasion. But they knew there was more to him, but they no, couldn't yeah, I let know. anything stick. They, like, for me, that's great. And uh, for me, once again, puts him hear my up heart. in my books. Don't listen to my words, hear my heart. <laughs> He went to prison when he was 33 years old. I feel like he, he should have had like a longer time outside of prison. Oh, no, he was... I don't oh. think he should have... Because like when he got into Alcatraz, he started learning the banjo and stuff. And I feel like that sort of watered him down in my eyes. I wish like he was out until at least like they caught him at the age of 52. 
Yeah, you know like I giving mean? him some more time. I would have. I would have loved to see not how to it rained. Not to kill people or anything. That's why we say, "Yeah, hot." Again, <laughs> this is all hypothetical. Please right. note that. But oh, and I mean, he, I, well, another thing I loved about him is he was so public. He used to go to charity events and he'd go to like public events. People knew who Al Capone was. In yeah. that time, okay, like, but he got away with everything. He got away with it. He was like the most. I think he was. I think at some point he was named public enemy number one. Yeah. You don't get that. Yeah. You don't just get to be public enemy number one. Ah, him, high up. Points, points, points. Another one that has points for me is Machine Gun Kelly. I oh, yes, Machine, Machine Gun, Gun Kelly. Kelly. What I don't like about his story, okay, let's tell you who he is first. George Kelly Barnes, better known by his pseudonym Machine Gun Kelly, was an American gangster from Memphis, Tennessee during the Prohibition Can era. Can I just tell you one second, one second. Prohibition era, the 20s. Yeah. I was born in the wrong century. Me too. <laughs> I should be in the 20s. Me too. I, I would... This sounds bad, but I would kill to go back in time and yeah. be in the 1920s. Like, freaking hell. It, to be alive with these epic people. Yeah. No, I was born in the this wrong century. This guy was, he was best known for kidnapping. And like, he's, he's the biggest kidnapping was the oil tycoon and businessman, Charles F. Urschel, um, in July 1933. And obviously, they collected 200,000, which now sounds four like it's million stupid, but it's dollars today. million dollars. And Urschel had collected and left a considerable amount of evidence and stuff, and he gave it to the FBI and they caught Kelly. Now, what I didn't like about Kelly was the fact that before... Oh, just a thing. The reason they called him Machine Gun Kelly because his favorite weapon was a machine gun, yes. a Thompson machine gun. Yeah. Just so you understand. So him and his best friend, sort of like gangmate. I don't know if they call each other best friends when you guys are like doing crime together. But like him, in crime. <laughs> him and that guy's um, wife ran away together. And then they obviously uh, decided to hook up and whatever. And she's the one that actually made him start using machine guns and stuff. Yeah. So she was the one that was like, do it. Kidnap, kill people. And he was just like, okay. <laughs> so that for me is like, uh, is he the gangster or is she the gangster? Guys, because can I just say, I, I'm, again, it's going to sound wrong, but gangsters are just another level. Can I just say, I've always said, I, I've always said if I was not born in the family, I was born in. Yeah. You would have caught me in the mafia. Yeah. Sense. You would have caught me there. Mafia bosses. Yep. hundred percent. You would have <laughs> caught me there. I wouldn't, I wouldn't look back. And then the next one was the Birdman of Alcatraz. So he wasn't so bad on the outside, but the reason we put him here is actually because what he achieved basically inside the prison. Yeah. So basically while he was in another penitentiary, he um, studied birds a lot and he actually published a book during, while he was in prison. Yeah. Okay. And in fact, some of it, his research actually led to a cure for hemorrhagic septicemia whatever that is, disease. disease I assume it's birds. a bird disease. Yeah. Um, which, I mean, you don't just do. Especially yeah. from a prison cell where you yeah. can't go do research and stuff like that. Yeah. But, like, he was a killer and yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, that is... I mean, he had an IQ of 112. Yeah. You don't, you don't just have an IQ. That, okay, another thing. He was also a psychopath. And psychopaths with high IQs are... Those Crazy. are your dangerous... Dangerous. Imagine Albert Einstein with his IQ as a psychopath. Could you imagine the damage he could have done? That would be crazy. Okay. For me, like, like the most interesting thing. Well, I found it sad because he was in a prison and like basically, obviously, if you have strikes against you, um, people are not allowed to visit you. Yeah. So it was the day his mom was coming and one of the guys had it in. One of the guards had it in for him like... 
heavy. that's another thing I have with prison guards. Yeah, they can be dodgy and shady. And what this guy did was um, any little mistake that um, the Birdman of Alcatraz made that day, he recorded it yeah. and he's like, your mom's not able to. And he's like, and he kept begging this guard, like, please, 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 please yeah. um, I need you to. And the final strike was when um, they're eating and the rule was they needed to finish their food. Yeah. Like, you cannot leave anything. And he um, left some food on the plate and the guard looked at him and he was like... No, seeing your mom today. Your mom's not coming. Oh, and then he killed the and guard. And then he killed the guard. Um, one of the inmates next to him gave him a, a weapon and he killed the guard. And then he Thank got him right transferred. There. And then eventually got transferred. For so that's Alcatraz. why he got uh, put in Alcatraz. But can we just quickly just talk about prison guards quickly? So there was a Stanford research, assi- not assignment, but yeah. a, like an experiment done where they took innocent people. Yeah. Or a class. I think it was a class. Yeah. Made half of them prison guards and half of them prison mates. Now, yeah. remember these kids, they're just kids. Yeah. Right? And they put them in a prison. They like designed a set with cameras and stuff like that so they could record it for research. And they put the, the, the inmates in cells and they had to abide to the rules and the guards had to enforce the rules. Yeah. So in the first few days, the guards, mentality, some of the kids' mentality had completely shifted where they started beating the prisoners. Yeah. They started abusing their power. Yeah. So, like, the whole... Because it was, the whole point of the experiment was to show how power can sometimes be a bad thing. Does yeah. that make sense? So, the fact... Like, I, the documentary was actually quite scary about how these kids, in matters of, like, days, turned on each other. And it wasn't even the prisoners who were acting... It was like, the gods. It was the gods. And we've seen a lot of abuse stories. And abuse. many people are like, no, they official. I mean, they would never. But I mean, like, people claim, uh, obviously, in Alcatraz, it was banned. You can't beat up a prisoner, whatever, whatever. But it was said that it did cases happen. happen. And even watching Prison Break, I'm bringing it back to that because it's just relevant. But you see that how the gods... Like, the guards would steal stuff out. the Because every when you're going to prison, you have to give up all your possessions. Yeah. The guards would steal, steal their stuff, watches. Yeah. Or they'd, like, like skim money off of them yeah. and stuff like that. So Even the Birdman of Alcatraz said the reason he went to Alcatraz was because this book was yeah becoming huge. Uh, the top officials in the prison they that wanted he was to in, take they, wanted, they wanted profits. And he said no. no. And then they shifted him. They were like, okay, fine, you go to Alcatraz then. So, yeah, sometimes I feel like the prison warden... I mean, it's obviously... We can't generalize. I feel like there are some really good people out there working in prisons and stuff like that. But I do feel like there are your cases where the prison wardens and the prison guards can take their power. And I think... You know what? I think they justify it because it's like, well, these are criminals. Why should we give them the time of day? They don't deserve the time of day. So, yeah, but there were some really... Interesting people who ended up in Alcatraz. Yeah, I, 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 and Alcatraz was a very interesting. I prison. do. I wish. I. I want. It's on the bucket list. Yeah, I wanna go to Alcatraz. But that is it for our show this week. Yes, signing out for another week with no serial killer this week. Next week, maybe, maybe not. You just have to come back and find out. But for another week, from Nancy Lee and Danny, rest in peace. Like what you're listening to? Follow us on Gab and Twitter at ActiveFM, Instagram at ActiveFM777 and Facebook at forward slash ActiveFM.